Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Okay, cool. We can be heard. That's awesome. Uh, We're ahead, y'all. It's the best time of your week ahead of time right here uh, with Mama Dada Astrology. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning back in this week. Uh, Wow. (laughs) That's Carrie's new moon square Neptune. Just wow. It was wow last week when I was talking about it, and it's gotten even more incredible, thankfully, as we're maneuvering and, and and managing and mastering these energies. So I'm just happy to be here <laughs> to broadcast. Y'all have no idea. And I'm just so happy that um, for the faithful listeners, week in and week out, I see you, I hear you, I appreciate you, I've received the Astro love gifts. I received the emails. I received the request for birth chart reports. I received the request to subscribe and become an official mama's baby and talk to me every week and get weekly reports. So I'm just overflowing with gratitude and thankfulness for y'all's precious presence. I had to just start the show out with that. Um, can't go too far without honoring, revering, and remembering, respecting. Um, our divine righteous ancestors, without whom we wouldn't be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ashe. And thank you to Brother Ampu. Y'all, please, please, please stay connected to myastrologycoach.com. Please check out the website. There's been plenty of updates, plenty of upgrades. So slide on through. Sure, you're on the mailing list so you can stay up to date with everything um, that Brother Ampu has going on. I'm uh, participating in a class he's got going on right now, which is the second time I participated in this particular class. And each time, the first time I participated, and already so far, uh, we're not even halfway through the class yet. And I'm just getting so much out of it. And uh, especially in accordance to what I'm putting into it energetically. So I'm just glad to be a part, period, a part of this radio network, a part of the Astro Network, the um, the Star um, the Star Network. Uh, it's just amazing to be connected to people like him, Minister Jude, Tanika. It's just, you know, we're so blessed and lucky, blissed and lucky to just be connected. And I'm so blissed and, and lucky and fortunate to be connected to you guys. So uh, it, just, it just excuse me. I just wanted to take out a little bit of time to show my appreciation for you guys. But, yes, we are going to jump right in to the good stuff. <laughs> um, let's see, y'all. Today is December the 7th, Wednesday, and we had a first 
quarter moon go exact early this rising at 3.03 a.m. Central, the uh, first quarter moon in Pisces at 15 degrees. So we're turning corners. Do y'all feel it? (laughs) We're making power moves. We are, um, you know, amidst tests and challenges, we are building. You know, we are building firmer foundations and structures in our lives that we can really stand firmly on. So I'm happy to be at this point in the mind frame, in the heart, in the attitude that I'm in. I hope that you all are also able. The moon is actually void right now. It's not going to go into Aries until 4.15 a.m. Central on tomorrow, Thursday, early rising. So when that first quarter moon hit, uh, it was, uh, the moon was only in, the moon is technically still in Pisces now, but it's just void. But it was still an active Pisces moon for a few hours until 8.05 a.m. this rising and it went void. So um, it squared Saturn at the time that it went void. And y'all will hear me mention Saturn again when we talk about in our week ahead this full Gemini full moon astrology. If you notice, even in the title of the show, we are discussing um, the Gemini full moon, which is exact next Tuesday um, at 6.05 p.m. Central. Gemini full moon at 20 degrees of Gemini, okay? So if you have anything in your particular and personal natal chart at 22 degrees, then, you know, Watch out, basically, not in a bad way, watch out, but watch out as in you might want to take a look at what those energies are going, how they're going to be aspecting the chart and your planets and points at that 22, at and around that 22 degree mark, okay? Um, last week, I believe we finished out everything last week, um, I can't think of anything major that we did not hit. Uh, let's see here. I'll just run through. The re- uh, shout out to Donna, who called into the show last week. Thank you, thank you, thank you for calling in and adding content to the show. Uh, tag there a little bit. So, Donna, if you are listening, um, you have my number now, so please don't hesitate to contact me back to here early. Okay. I know with the time zone difference, sometimes it can be a little bit of a phone tag thing uh, when when you're so many time zones away from somebody. So, but yet today, not only did we have the first quarter moon, but Venus entered Aquarius. Okay, and so for all of us, we are going to we should enjoy, especially if you if you have a Venus placement that's either like completely opposite of Aquarius, like in Leo or in a whole nother, you know, modality or in a sign that's maybe twin tongues to Aquarius, then you may not, it may not be such a familiar feeling. Um, I, I could put myself in that same category. But while Venus is here, for about, it'll be here between December 7th today and January, the signs begin. But um you know, definitely a key word for Aquarius is going to be freedom, okay? We're going to love being free right now. We're not going to want to be 
encumbered at all. Aquarius is about rebellion and freedom and, you know, unconventionality and um, a level of independence, okay, um, experimentation. We want to be free to experiment. We want to be free to do what we want to do and express our uh, individuality, okay? So we're not going to be trying to be in any type of situation where there are rules, okay? Um, and not even in a necessarily a traditional situation, like Capricorn governs all things traditional, you know, and Aquarius is not having none of that. Aquarius wants to step outside of the box. It wants to get outside of its comfort zone. So for, you know, for all of us, for, for anybody who's single, fairly well inside the context of a committed partnership and relationship, clearly you're going to want to take this divine opportunity to introduce into your partnership um, things that are unique and different and trying new things and experimenting and um, testing and questioning, you know, long-held beliefs that you've had, you know, uh, Aquarius governs uh, that 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 breakthrough energy. You know that that um, even a breakout energy could be a breakup energy. You know, um, of even the uh, new moon in Sagittarius really was talking about. Um, there was an asteroid that was uh, intimately acquainted conjunct this new moon, and it talks about a lot of potential for breakups and hookups. So that energy is still kind of lingering, and it's, it's there heavily, potentially, with this Venus and Aquarius energy. But Venus brings the ease. Venus brings the comfort. So if you are indulging within the context of your relationship, indulging your individual needs for freedom and less restriction and some experimentation, then uh, and even and even friendships. Maybe you may find within the context of your relationship between now and January the third that you do enjoy more um, relating with other people as far as co- um, connecting with groups of uh, groups of people and hanging out that way and experimenting and exploring in in those ways. Um, but definitely give people their space <laughs> right now. Give people their freedom. You indulge yourself and enjoy your sense of freedom, okay? And um, I didn't, I only got to read a few, the the four, um, I always do, the first four horoscopes I always do is going to be the sign that the transit is moving through. So I definitely hit up Aquarius last week. And then the other three signs that share um, that modality, which Aquarius is a fixed sign, so I definitely hooked up Taurus, Leo, and Scorpio. Feel free to click inside of the episode information for last for this week's show, and, and there at the very bottom, you'll see a link to click here to listen to last week's show, okay? I'm not going to worry about catching up on the um, horoscopes from last week. I love, love, love that y'all are, like, actually... <laughs> Taking heed to what I'm saying uh, about the one-click email access to me, I did have someone last week 
go ahead and click and link up with me just for the horoscopes that I didn't get to share on the air. And I was able to send that to them in an email um, and, you know, appreciated it very, very much. I sent it for their sun, their rising, their sun, and their moon sign to give a more complete and accurate picture of the energy uh, for Venus maneuvering through, transiting through Aquarius for the next few weeks. So still feel free to do that. I will be more than happy to, to see you up. Um, tomorrow, early rising, 4.15 a.m. Central, when the moon enters Aries, y'all already know what that means. Right now, we're kind of in this in-between. We're, we're the uh, stuffing inside of the Oreo sandwich right now, okay? The moon has been in Pisces. We're smack dab in the middle of a void, of course, um, and then it goes into Aries tomorrow. So right now, we're just, we're the filling in the middle, and we're and speaking of feeling, it's void and Pisces, so we're feeling our way through this energy. Um, we're not trying to pin anything down right now. We're just beating. We're going with the flow. We're tying up loose things. We're wrapping things up. Pisces ends an entire zodiac cycle, an entire lunar monthly zodiac cycle. So we're in the phase right now where we are literally wrapping up the last month energetically, lunar speaking, okay? Um, as far as um, it's uh, the moon's transit through the signs. Now, as it relates to today as having a first quarter moon, like I said, yes, energetically, we're turning a corner and we're, we're trimming the fat, we're cutting the BS out. We The moon is in Pisces, so we're ready to let some things go. Moon is void, of course, in Pisces at that. But we already let some things go. The very energy that took us into void, of course, that it was the moon's wearing Saturn. So we're ready to trim the fat. We're ready to cut the cords and cut loose. And, and so when the moon does enter Aries, uh, by the time we rise up tomorrow, then um, we're going to be ready to go. We're going to be ready to take action. We're going to be ready to set it off. We're probably ready to set it off now. Uh, energetically, we'll feel that probably sense of relief to go ahead and thrust forward and spring forward and fight through and push through um, to where we want to be energetically uh, by the time we rise up tomorrow. Um, when the mo- people who were born with the moon in Aries like Rihanna, Whitney Houston, Tyra Banks, Tupac, Janet Jackson, LeBron James, Malcolm X, come on, I say, um, Stevie Wonder, Chris Rock, who is actually about to start a new tour, I heard. Um, these people are warriors, okay? They are they stay ready to express their creative, fiery, passionate, pioneering energy, okay? Um, Aries, like I said, it's the very first sign of the zodiac, so it's ready to initiate. It's ready, bold and courageous, ready to start, and we're going to definitely be in that energy um, starting early rising tomorrow, definitely through uh, Friday evening, okay? The moon's void in Aries at 7.06 p.m. on Friday, all right? Um, in between now and then, Friday, the 9th of December, uh, 3.39 p.m. Central, we do have an exact Sun-Jupiter sextile. Sextiles are lesser aspects. You know, they're not the conjunction. They're not the square. They're not the trine. But it's almost the trine. <laughs> it's a potential for some trine energy. It's an opportunity 
or some trine energy opportunities for a gift, okay? And so with the sun sextile Jupiter here on Friday, um, we have definitely have access to some happiness, some optimism, some good luck at this but uh, Sagittarius new moon square to Jupiter has been getting you down and, you know, you haven't found quite the way to get on top of the highest vibrations of this Neptune energy. If you're still dealing with confusion, if you're still dealing with, um, you know, just uh, ooh, low vibrational Neptune, if you're sitting up getting drunk, <laughs> I'm, not that, I'm not laughing at you if you have been or are. Uh, it's... Uh, I, I hope that you're not, you know, it's it's kind of, I guess, a nervous laugh. Like, I hope that, and I pray that you are learning, first of all, the high, some of the highest vibrations of Neptune is extreme self-care, okay? Some of the highest vibrations of Neptune is that unconditional love, starting with that self-love, okay? Some of the highest vibrations of Neptune is accepting what is. Y'all know y'all know that serenity prayer? That's, that's high vibrational Neptune, okay? So when you're dealing with the square to Neptune, learning to accept what is and just be thankful for it. Neptune can merge with anything. You hear me? Anything. It's the 12th. I'm telling you, the moon is void in Pisces right now. It's the last sign. It's the 12th sign. It carries all the other 11 on its back. It can deal with anything. It can merge with anything, okay? It can dissolve anything. You can dissolve anything with forgiveness. Come on. You can dissolve anything. You can dissolve any confusion you may be experiencing with acceptance and unconditional love. You can dissolve any, uh, 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 you, you ain't got to worry about getting drunk if you can meditate. That's a high, that one of the highest vibrations of Neptune, meditation and prayer. Um, if that energy has uh, been, you know, getting you down, I'm just giving you all some hints to tap in on this high vibration of Neptune. It, it works every time. I'm here to tell you it works every time. Now that I know how these energies operate and I know how to get it and hit it on that high vibration, I worry about nothing not even uh, a threat on my life. I ain't worried about none of that, okay? So uh, let's see here. With with the sun sextile Jupiter that I was mentioning that's exact here on uh, the ninth this Friday, even more so, okay? It's like a opportunity uh, energetically, especially if you've been having uh, a difficult time or some happiness, some optimism, some good luck, okay? Um, it's a luck energy. It's positive thinking available with this energy. And due to the positive thinking that you have an opportunity to access, the opportunity now, I didn't say on Friday, exactly 3.39 p.m., you're going to get a stroke of uh, positive thinking. No, I'm telling you it's a divine opportunity to choose to think positively, I don't care what's going on. That's why Pisces and Sag are so interrelated, um, because that's it's a spiritual thing. It's it's a, it's a it's a beautiful thing to have faith and believe that I don't give a care what it looks like. I don't care what where Neptune been looking like in your life. 
you got access to some positive thinking if you want to, and that positive thinking, especially if you're doing it around this time of this alignment here on Friday, uh, is going to attract some good fortune, okay? It's a very, it's one of the most fortunate transits, and so uh, it's really ideal for achieving goals, um, you know, having little resistance to achieving those goals. Um, if you are starting projects, especially with the moon being in Aries at the time, and we're all wanting to start new things and initiate new things and we're ready to go, like I was just describing, with moon in Aries anyway, then this energy is definitely very complimentary to that. Um, others should be very, you know, obliging and hospitable and generous towards you and um, especially even like male figures, the sun can talk about authority figures, male figures um, in your life. So uh, that should be very fortunate dealing with them specifically as well. Uh, like I said, after that, 7 or 6 p.m. Central, the moon does go void for 11 hours and 35 minutes overnight Friday night. So clearly Friday night is not going to be the night of that first date. <laughs> Y'all might want to hook up earlier in the day. Um, it's, moon in Aries is pretty good, so I would definitely, if you wanted to, hook up earlier, you know, probably take off work that day for both of y'all and hook up earlier. So it's going to be best this Friday night that you hook up with people you already have established relationships with, friends and family. Um, overnight should be some really good sleep that night. Very peaceful sleep should be had during the void moon. And, um, and getting rid of stuff if you'd like to. Uh, Saturday, this Saturday, December the 10th, 2.25 a.m. Central, we got another opportunity coming up, another sextile. No, it's not the trine, but it is a sextile between Mercury at 9 degrees Capricorn and Neptune at 9 degrees Pisces. Mercury and Neptune are sextiling. So this energy is going to be very good. Mercury, of course, is our thoughts and, you know, the way we move around and travel and communicate. And um, Neptune, of course, we just got there talking about Neptune, is going to be that unconditional love. It's going to be duality. It's going to be where we're most sensitive, okay? Um, so this alignment is going to be good for spiritual pursuits, you know, um, good for relaxing. You know, Neptune just wants to be. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be good for uh, creativity on certain levels and communication as, as well. Uh, we can be, our communication under this influence can be very soothing and healing, okay? Uh, we'll, we'll probably be very sensitive to communication, um, not only verbal, but nonverbal as well. So uh, we'll probably have very, very acute sensory perception and potentially extra sensory perception, okay? We should be very intuitive. And, and under this influence, we have an opportunity to be intuitive and perceive it potentially logically as well. But we'll likely get the information intuitively first. Um, dreams. Pay attention to your dreams around this time, around Saturday. What did I say? It was Saturday. Uh, yeah, early, early rising. So that that night that that moon is void and we get that good gushy sleep anyway, uh, or around that same time, uh, 2.25 a.m., when this alignment goes exact, that's going to aid 
more than likely um, with these dreams and the and the potential messages coming through them. So Friday night, that you know, early Saturday rising, pay attention to those dreams. Go to, go to sleep that night with a pen and pad by your bed, so when you wake up, you can write down. Don't worry about interpreting it when you rise up. Okay, just write down those. The symbol to governs the 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 pictures, the images, the imagination. Okay, so if there's a car in the dream and it's that particular color, write that down. If if it was a particular person that you know in the dream, write their name down. If they said anything, write down what they said. Later on, once you're fully awake, then you can research what those particular colors mean and the symbols like the car and the tree or whatever that stood out to you in that dream was. Um, it's also going to be a really great time, powerful time for meditation um, and and, ch- and potential chance encounters with spiritual guides and beings. So uh, if you consciously choose to want to, um, what am I trying to think of the terminology uh, when you um, to dream, you know, that that would be a good night to, like, purposefully set yourself up to lucid dream and be ready to interpret any messages you get upon rising up, okay? Also, if you are um, creative in any kind of way, art, beauty, it doesn't matter, uh, this is going to be a really good time for you, okay, uh, energetically. Um, it's not a good energy if you need to, like, Focus or concentrate on something. Okay, it, it's more about just being and whatever comes. I have one of my mama's babies that you know they had an experience where that reminds me of this alignment where you know some information and energy was just coming through them and they didn't know what it was. They just knew their spirit was telling them grab some the right way and some the right on. And they got it out. Whatever symbol, shape, words came out, they wrote it down, and they were able to interpret something from it for for themselves later on by the time they had spoken to me. So that's a beautiful thing. Communication toward each other um, should be, be very pleasant. We should, if you need to apologize to someone, if you need to um, even receive an apology, maybe that'd be a good day to talk to them, and they may be more inclined to apologize on that day. Um, so these are some things. Uh, by this point, the moon would be void in Aries. So, um, you know, it, like I say, nothing technical. Maybe not so much if you're waiting on an apology for someone because that's pretty specific and, you know, to the point. And you, this isn't an energy where you, with Neptune being involved and it being a void moon, I wouldn't necessarily try to pin down an apology now that I'm thinking about it, but definitely communication should be more pleasant, agreeable, accepting, forgiving, um, surrendering, you know, that kind of energy, creative, imaginative, um, relaxing, and peaceful. Um, Some people that were born with Mercury sextile Neptune, like Jimi Hendrix, Whitney Houston, Alicia Keys, Bobby Brown, Blue Ivy Carter, Angela Bassett, Bobby Christina Brown. Oh, that's all three of them, y'all. Whitney, Bobby, and Bobby Christina <laughs> was born with this alignment. And these people have a they have acute senses. 
just like I was describing, you know, by way of the transit. So these people tend to be extremely sensitive vibrationally, okay? Um, these people tend to be uh, have uh, psychic ability, okay, um, accurate and strong intuition and very perceptive, okay, uh, and that their intuitive abilities tend to be an asset to them within the context of their communication and relationships, okay? Uh, other people would probably like to be around people like this because, like I said, it gives you these communication, a, a way of communicating that tends to be more sympathetic and endearing, unconditionally loving, okay? And then wrapping up our current week before we jump into the week ahead, um, We've got the Sun-Saturn alignment. I know if y'all follow any type of other um, astrology uh, sites and things like that, then uh, you've definitely heard of the Sun-Saturn alignment, okay? Um, Sun-Saturn is going to be playing a major role in this Gemini full moon we got coming up, so definitely listen out um, for the information I'm about to give you right now. The last time... The sun aligned with Saturn was um, the November 29th of last year. It's aligning this week on the 10th, and it won't come back to alignment until December 21st of next year. Very, it, won't, it won't even happen in 2018 at all. Okay? So this is a pretty rare alignment. You know, there's some that are more rare than this, you know, that only come around every 20 and 30 years. So it's not that rare, but the fact that we are only getting to access it once a year and not even at all in 2018 lets me know that this is a sensitive time, especially with the Gemini full moon, including this alignment in its chart, to pay attention to, okay? Um, When Sun is aligned with Saturn, it talks about hard work, okay? Saturn is the planet of hard. Saturn is the planet of discipline and patience, being responsible and sure and serious and the parent, parenting yourself, being becoming the authority or authority figures, uh, superiors, uh, bosses, okay, teachers, uh, whatever parent was the more probably, you know, uh, masculine parent or the more a disciplining parent, okay, as opposed to the more nurturing parent. It's not always the mother that's the nurturer. It's not always the father that's the disciplinarian. But Saturn does represent that disciplining energy, that energy that makes you feel like, you know what, I need to handle my business. You know what, I need to take care of my to-do list. Uh, or do I need to do whatever it takes to reach my goal. So when the sun aligns with Saturn, it makes uh, the sun talks about our will. The sun talks about what we want. The sun talks about our ego and the way we express ourselves. And so we're going to be likely expressing ourselves, and happily so. More than likely, it will satisfy our ego to stand up and handle what we got to handle, okay? We could be very, Saturn is not, it's not just this hard taskmaster energy, not just, 
It's also the reward and the satisfaction and the success that comes as a direct result of acting more responsibly and maturely and taking things seriously, okay? So achievements could be on the horizon. This could this alignment could mark some getting some recognition, okay? Promotion uh, or, or um, having your achievements acknowledged, okay? Um, there's a low side to Saturn, okay? Saturn on the low end can be very negative, very pessimistic, uh, a depressing energy, a real, like, feeling like somebody's thumb is on you. Y'all know when that disciplining parent energy goes bad <laughs> and you can't do nothing right and you can't please them and you can't satisfy them and you get all insecure and feeling you know, depressed and hardship. So our level of responsibility. If you're handling your business and you're on top of your stuff, you don't have to be depressed. You don't have to that's that's that that's when you go when you go too low with it. Well I gotta do this and I gotta do this. That's fine. But when I gotta do this and I gotta do this turns into I gotta do it all, you know, and I can't give myself I've cut myself any slack. I can't give myself the benefit of any doubt. I can't acknowledge the hard work that I have already done. I just have to keep beating myself up, you know. that That's when discipline goes wrong, when it's like, okay, now I got to beat you down. Now I got to beat you up. So watch out for that. Be mindful of that. If you are being diligent in handling your responsibility, you there will be a time of recognition and promotion for you, acknowledgement of success and rewards for you. Yes, if things are falling apart around this time, it could it could highlight, the sun could be highlighting for you uh, and shining a light for you on, on the very fact that you have not acted responsibly and diligently and maturely and taking things seriously. And so, yes, that's going to be a signal to you. Time to get on it. Time to set some new goals and start on a course to reach them. Time to turn a corner and start doing something different. Time to put one foot in front of the other and head on up this mountain, no matter how long it takes you. Saturn is an energy of getting a little bit longer. Okay? It governs Capricorn and Earth signs, and those signs do not move fast per se, you know. Um, uh, Saturn can be very restricting, and like I told you, the sun is our self-expression. So you may feel potentially, there there is potential, depending on how you're accessing these energies, choosing to access these energies, uh, there is potential for uh, difficulty in expressing yourself, feeling restricted in your self-expression, okay? And that could make you feel a certain type of way, sad, lonely, isolated, cold, cut off. Uh, but your the good qualities, the high vibrational qualities of Saturn could very well also be getting a light shone on them and endear you or, or endear other people towards you, okay? Um, that it, by way of just you, if you're just, if your responsibility and your 
uh, diligence and, and hard workingness is being highlighted and someone sees that, that may, that may endear them to you as if you, you representing someone that they could depend on, you know, they could come off as dependable, um, and they could look up to you like an authority figure, like a parent, like a, a teacher of sorts, because you are coming across stable and wise, right? Um, Saturn also can talk about structures, um, physical structures that's in our side clearly, but also just structures in our life, okay? Um, the way that we're organized, that's a, a characteristic of the Trinian energy, being organized and disciplined, okay? Um, so any type of efficiency and simplicity, ways that you can simplify your life, trim the fat. When I talk to my mama's babies about this, the turning energy, I'm always talking about trimming the fat. This ain't the time for no extra. This ain't the time for no fluff. This is the time for, look, let's make it simple and plain. Let's make it really efficient. Let's pair down. I used to say that in earlier shows all the time. Let's pair down. <laughs> And that is going to be the energy, you paring down, you turning the facts. You look, I ain't got time talking to 85,000 people today about nothing. I got things to do. It's that kind of energy. And that is likely going to bode well for you. Not only around this time here as we're closing out the week on the 10th on Saturday, but like I said, this plays a major role in the full moon in Gemini just three days later on the 13th, so keep it in mind, okay? This alignment doesn't just occur on this one day. Uh, It is exact on that day, but the energy is here, okay? The the energy is here even now on the 7th as we lead up to the 10th, and it's definitely going to be playing a part in that full moon on the 13th, okay? Uh, People that were born with Sun conjunct Saturn in their natal chart, like Whoopi Goldberg and Sheila E. and Tamika Tiny Harris um, and Nikki Giovanni, uh, it can talk about people who had difficult childhood. Okay, I told y'all Saturn is that restriction. And uh, both of them can represent the father. I told y'all Saturn has that paternal, more of the fatherly parent or the more disciplining parent influence. Well, and I told you earlier when we were talking about the sun sextiling Jupiter that and how that could be a good alignment with this, the people who represent sun energy, like men, like fathers, uh, that's also represented here kind of doubly with the sun and Saturn, both potentially representing men, parental figures, father figures, authority figures. And so the conjunction, it can be difficult in relationships with these people. Um, and, and in the natal chart, like Whoopi and Sheila and Tiny and Nikki, um, these people could have had difficulties with relationships with men or these people that represent represented by the sun and Saturn. Um, and uh, like I said about the restricted suffix they could have been shy, um, growing up, or depressed, or um, critical of themselves or others, or maybe the male parent or the male figures in their lives were critical of them, okay? So that's how that energy can kind of play out. 
Um, we wrap up the week. The very last thing that goes on in our current week is at 6.41 a.m. on Saturday, rising, central time. The moon does finally enter Taurus after having been void since Friday night when I told y'all what was going to be going on over the course of Friday night, early Saturday, rising. 6.41 a.m. finally goes into Taurus. And we're going to go from this Aries energy of we ready to go and we ready to, you know, start something new and, you know, we're fiery and we're passionate, first sign of the zodiac, we jumping out the gates, setting off the next lunar cycle, like what? Well, when the moon enters towards Saturday rising, okay, we're going to be ready for some peace, some comfort, some ease, some relaxation, some Chilling out, okay? Just just languishing and enjoying ourselves. Venus wants to enjoy and indulge, <laughs> you know. Just indulge yourself and, and have fun. Um, but, you know, Venus, if it's uh, harshly aspected or if you're vibing very low, on Venus, then that means you just you want you want to eat up everything. You want the ice cream and the cookies and the candy and the cake and the all that. So just if you watch out for that, uh, Taurus is a money sign. Okay, uh, so watch your spending. That same kind of eat up everything energy can affect those finances too. So watch out for the spending uh, starting on Saturday rising. I know there's still a lot of Holy Day shopping going on for certain people who celebrate certain um, certain uh, 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 national holidays or maybe potentially even certain religious holidays, depending on how you observe. So just watch that. Like, you know, Taurus is so beautiful being governed by Venus because it does represent all things beautiful and beauty and art. So, I mean... It don't have to be the most expensive thing or the most trendiest, you know, well, the website and the news said that, you know, these are the hot items to buy this year. It can just be something from the heart. It can just be something, you know, that means some of Venus talks about what we value and what we appreciate. And it could just be something real simple, okay? Um it's that real easygoing energy that just wants to relax and kind of mellow out and just be, feel, feel, be inside of yourself and just enjoy all your five senses. It's the earth sign energy. So it, it ain't about, like I said, it ain't about moving real fast. It ain't about going to every, so while the moon is void, uh, Friday night going into Saturday. Then when we finally hit Saturday, the moon goes into Taurus, and we're kind of settling into our earthiness anyway and being practical. So it, it, it it's a good weekend being ruled by Venus, but um, just watch it. Watch out for overdoing, okay? All right, drum roll, please. We are into the week ahead starting Sunday. Um, December the 11th through Saturday, December the 17th. And before I get into that too heavy, uh, what I do want to mention, this week I'm going to get through all the horoscopes because I want y'all to be ready for this full moon in Gemini. I don't want to miss not one of your signs. Shout out to the Dark Pixie Astrology. Shout out to um, 
even tarot.com. I got a lot of horoscope information from them. I know some of y'all may be wondering, well, why do you get horoscopes from other websites to share with us? Okay, first of all, I don't read them word for word. I take key words out of it just as a reminder in my notes as to what um, it, I guess I could memorize <laughs> all 12 horoscopes, but I just utilize it as a guide and a reminder of what area of space the transit like this full moon in Gemini is going through for your sign. Most of what I say is is coming from me and my particular interpretation of that energy, okay? Um, also, uh, when I discuss with people, when I talk to people on a weekly basis, I'm not even giving them remotely what I'm giving y'all on the air, I'm giving, I give them that as a guide just because it's easy for them to look at it. Their horoscope for a particular lunation. I'm talking to them about stuff you will never see on a website <laughs> because no website is going to give you a horoscope for you personally. It's going to be for people born within the 30 day span. Of of that sign, which can reflect so differently from one day to the next. Um, all Tauruses are not alike. Okay, it's about thirty different shades of Tauruses, if not more. It's at least thirty different shades of Taurus. And so, yeah, make no mistake that what I what I um, share here on the air is just for general purposes, because it's so many of y'all that listen and so many of y'all that will be exposed to this information. That's why I do the weekly consults and the transit reports and I talk to people on a weekly basis. You not I can't give it to you all on the air what you specifically need for a particular any given time or lunation. Okay, so that's why I put the one click email access to Mama Dada in the episode description information so you can do whatever your question is. You know, I want a birth chart report. Click. Well, I got a question about this. Click. Well, she didn't get to read my horoscope. Click. Hit me up. I got you. Ain't nobody hit me up yet that I have not responded to, so try me, okay? Um, but, yeah, in the week ahead, uh, we just have the full moon in Gemini to discuss, and the sun here is trying. So I'm going to get to all the signs this week. Before I jump in, I do see a caller here from the 303 with a hand up. He's here live on the air with Mama Dada. You there? Hello? Hi there. Peace. You're live on the air with Mama Dada. Did you mean to press one and raise your hand? Wait, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear the, I didn't hear the little... Deepy thing that happens on the phone, so that's okay. Did, so, so, I'm, did you, so I'm astrology myself, and actually, I, I it's, a, it's a long, long passion of mine, and I always love, uh, you know, dialoguing with other astrologers, and it's always interesting Indeed. to hear their take, their take on, you know, different aspects. <clears throat> so, um, I mean, and I know my. And I know my uh, natal chart, uh, very, mm-hmm. you know, very, very well. And in this particular case, um, I'm curious what you might have to say around um, this uh, a full moon that's coming up in Gemini at 22 degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my particular mm-hmm. case, um, I am a 
I am a Pisces sun, or Pisces sun, uh, Mercury and Venus, and all in the tenth house. And then I am a, a Virgo moon and Jupiter, also in Virgo in the fourth house. And so this Gemini moon is in square of every one to every personal planet. And that one Jupiter, which is, of course, um, a, more of an impersonal planet. So, uh, and that uh, full moon falls right in the 12th house. So I'm just wondering how you would interpret that. And what you see as potential, you know, for trouble, I guess. Because, you know, that's what? five squares. And that's just, uh, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. What's your name? Oh, uh, Allison. Hi. <laughs> Allison. Hi, Allison. Nice to meet you over the phone. Um, nice to I love, Thank you. I love that. That I, I was studying the full moon before I got on the air, and I noticed um, I put it in my little astro program I paid a couple hundred bucks for, <laughs> and yeah. I got to see some of the aspects that are going on. Uh, in general, definitely, first of all, it's a Gemini full moon. And we'll, I'm, I'll dig into it a little later, but just to answer your question, um, I'm fully expecting, no pun intended, I'm fully expecting uh, there to be some changes. Let me just start out with that. You've got Pisces, pretty much a stellium, sun, Mercury, Venus. Yeah. And then you've got the energy in Virgo with the moon and Jupiter. Uh, so yeah. you've already naturally got some very mutable, changeable, adaptable energy. That should bode well for you. Um, let me start out saying that. Additionally, this full moon, the sun is trining Uranus in this full moon, and the and the moon is sextiling Uranus, and those are some of the most tightest aspecting uh, tightest orb aspects that are going on with this full moon. So that lets me know that there's some surprises in store, you know, some shifts and unexpected changes and some potential for breakthrough. Um, so so for, for you specifically, it it's definitely hitting on, you say, 10th house and 1st house, and you say the full moon is going through your 12th house. So I definitely wouldn't necessarily be trying to pin anything down. I'm not saying, you know, don't do what you're doing, like ask questions to somebody like me to try to kind of get a, a, a more of a picture, a more fuller picture of what could be going on. But as far as trying to get a definite, um, trying to, you know, uh, trying to pin things down concretely, I wouldn't do it because of that 12th house energy and the Uranus energy. How do you pin down Uranus? You can't, you can't, it's sudden and unexpected. It, it governs lightning. You know, how do you pin down when and where and how lightning is going to strike? And then you've got mm-hmm. the Gemini, then you've got the Gemini influence for everybody, which, you know, mm-hmm. is ruled by Mercury, the trickster. Right. How are you going right. to pin down a trickster? So for you mm-hmm. specifically, there, there's the the twelfth house energy, and there's also for everybody that tricky energy with Gemini and that unexpected and sudden energy with Uranus. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. um, 
my my recommendation, the fact that it's hitting in these very uh, critical parts of your chart, 10th house, 1st house, you know, I would definitely uh, get in the highest vibration that you possibly can, you know, whatever that means for you. Um, I'm going to mention here later, but I guess I'll go ahead and mention it now for for your benefit. Calm yourself, especially with Uranus and Mercury. Uranus is the higher octave of Mercury, and I'm mentioning Mercury Mm because it governs Gemini, where this full moon is. So the nervous tension, any nervous tension building, wanting to know what's going on, trying to figure anything out, whatever you do to soothe your nerves and Mm -hmm. to calm any anxiety, I would definitely focus on that. You've got what this full moon's happening in your 12th house. Something's going to be illuminated for you in the area of spirituality, potentially, in the area of endings, potentially, for you with um, uh, the 12th house governing endings. And so Mm -hmm. keep yourself light. Gemini is a, it, it governs, you know, comedy and children, you know, school-age children, it has a, a fun feel to it. So make it a point to to have that lightness about you and not such a seriousness of trying to pin something down. And that is going to get you started really good. Between now and then, we're only a week away. So between mm-hmm. now and then, and, to, and today, it's so, it's so beautiful that you're calling today because, of the first quarter moon that happened um, early this rising and the fact that we're all turning energetic corners anyway. We're shifting our energy to put us in the position we need to be in for this full moon manifesting, whatever is going to come to light, whatever is going to be culminating, whatever is going to be fully illuminated, you're positioning yourself as of today in that energy as well. So I'm happy for you. I think that, just the fact that you're even speaking out or even within yourself, that's where it's going to come from. I love that about the 12th house. It's going to be fully illuminated for you specifically. It's probably going to have to do with something in your subconscious, something in um, in the area of the hidden realm, the hidden parts of you, the um, the parts of you that, that you have access to by way of meditation and prayer, by way of forgiveness and acceptance and surrender, okay? I hope that helps a little bit as far as just giving. I never, I don't do readings on the air, so this is about the most I've ever really just talked to somebody about their personal astrology on air. Right, right. I'm looking at the, you know, it's just, you know, asking more about that that particular aspect. And and also we have to throw into that we are in the shadow of the Mercury retrograde already as well, which, of course, is... is, um, Exactly. Is is um, going to, uh, throw, I think, throw in some early monkey wrenches in, into this process, or at least certainly heighten the, I think, the irritability that is inherent in mm-hmm. a uh, and the nervousness and the anxiety, yeah, the nervousness, the nervous system, all of that with the moon, the full moon in Gemini, so the Mercury slowing down already. Um, I mean, I think I personally think. I, I, you know, this is just my own. This is just my own you know, contribution, sort of, to the to the holiday spirit aspect of of uh, of uh, this time of year that is mm-hmm. colored by a Mercury retrograde. I say, boy, people are going to be 
so wrapped up and stressed out, and I will not be surprised if you if you see like just fender benders, just right and left because of Mercury being retrograde, deep into retrograde through this whole whole holiday season, Christmas and New Year's. I say, I I, I personally don't do shopping. You know, I don't do any kind of shopping. I mean, I I I don't engage in the commercialism of Christmas in any way, shape, or form, but it is hard to avoid when you're out in the mountain. Right. Just, you know, going to the grocery store, exactly. everyone already right. is like, just <laughs> take us, take a oh, drink yeah. or oh, something, just slow down, you know? So, exactly. so I, but I think it's going to be you. a really unpleasant season this year. That's my prediction, you know, uh, astrologically. So, for it people. definitely so, will. It definitely will be for those who are trying to, who, I think it'll be for those who don't know the astrology of what's going on because they won't know yeah. that it's Mercury retrograde and that they should be, you know, kind of wary of certain energies anyway. And, the, and they right. don't know that, you know, Uranus is real heavy in its energy right now in accordance with this lunation and that they should just out, they should breathe, take right. some deep breaths, you know, like yeah. you say, road rage, they should just yeah. let people yeah. make yeah. it chill out, and so yeah. I'm so happy that you um, raised your hand, and I got to talk to you today, Allison, <laughs> thank you so thank much, you. if you like oh, it, I can put you back on hold, yeah, and please. we'll jump into more of the full moon that'd astrology. That'd be great, thank you so thank much, you. it's been a pleasure uh, chatting with you. Likewise, you're welcome. Oh, cool. Thank you, Allison. Um, caller from the 405, I see you. I did just pick up the call from Allison, so I'm going to dig into a little bit of the beginning of this week's astrology, but I see you. I appreciate you, and I hope that you um, hold on or are able to call back in. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that Uranus energy uh, that is associated so Strongly, and this the Mar. There's Martian energy uh, associated with this full moon coming up as well. And you know, Mars can't wait. So I love that. Thank you, Allison. You you kind of just gave me a preview of what we're going to be jumping into with everybody else. Like I told y'all, I'm going through every sign slowly and meticulously. So no, but I got when I got that email this week, somebody did the one click email access to me, and they were like. You didn't get to read my sign on the air. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Um, but we're going to jump into it this week because I got y'all. So um, we come into the week ahead. I told y'all we're covering Sunday the 11th through Saturday the 17th. We come into the week with the moon and Taurus. I told y'all how that energy is going to be behaving and uh, the moon goes void on Sunday, where we start the week out at uh, that night. 10.04 p.m. Central, the moon goes void for eight hours and 37 minutes, okay? So as of Sunday night, you know, you're starting your work week out, potentially if that's how your schedule goes, and you should be getting some really excellent sleep Sunday night to start the week out. So that's wonderful. Um uh, after 10.04 p.m. Central, when the moon does go void on Sunday evening, late night, um, not only should the sleep be more peaceful, but just, you know, wrapping things up the weekend, it's going to really have that feel to it uh, this weekend, Sunday evening. 
where you're making the to-do list for your week ahead, you're taking stock, you're editing and reviewing, and you're wrapping things up. You're getting rid of things, right? Um, on the 12th, Monday, this uh, oh, at 12.56 a.m. early rising, while the moon is still void, the sun trines here, and it's just our only, you know, major aspect here in the weekend. And it's that same, it's the same, just like I gave y'all in the week we were wrapping up, sun on top of Saturn, the sun-Saturn conjunction that only, that happens very infrequently. Here's the sun trining Uranus. Both of these are playing a part or should be read into the full moon astrology that's happening there just a day later on the 13th, okay? So what I'm telling y'all about sun on Saturn, what I'm telling y'all about sun trying Uranus, read that into this full moon astrology. The full moon energy is going to last until the new moon, okay? So what I'm describing for you, uh, not only in general about the full moon in Gemini, but uh, when I get to y'all's horoscope, for your sign, your sun, your moon, and your rising sign specifically, then be read into the next couple of weeks leading up to that full moon, uh, that new moon in Capricorn on the 29th at seven degrees Capricorn. Okay, so sun trine Uranus, it's happening for the second time this year on December the 12th. It occurred on August the 16th of this year. And it will it occurred twice last year, and it will occur twice in 2017. So it's a it's a semi-annual alignment. We'll put it like that for now. Um, but the sun's at 20 degrees, and Uranus is at 20 degrees. Sun's at 20 degrees Sag, and Uranus is at 20 degrees Aries, and so they're in a perfect trine. So it's beautiful. Um, under this transit, all things Uranus are coming into the light of the sun, okay, easily and effortlessly working in our favor. So you can be somebody out here like Allison was describing. You're all frazzled. Your nerves are shook, and you're getting into accidents, got road rage, knocking people out of the line, bumping a basket at the store. Or you can calm those nerves and utilize and access this Uranus energy to your highest advantage. I'm about to tell you how to do it. Number one, just like I told Allison, stay flexible, period. Because Uranus is not an energy you can pin down, just like Neptune, but Uranus will come out of left field on you, on some old lightning stuff that you didn't see coming. And so how do you deal with that? You stay flexible. That's going to be the key. Tell y'all all the time, flex on them. You're going to have to flex on them. You're going to have to stay ready to flex. Stay ready to change and adapt and, and, and flex to do something different. If somebody cuts you off in line, hey, flex on them. And I do not mean anything physical to harm them. I mean adapt, change. You do something different. Let them go ahead and cut since that's what their low vibrational Uranus energy they with their year that that they chose to do with that energy, access it on a low vibration. You stay flexible. That's going to be your saving grace. 
you approaching situations and people in a unique way. You flip it on them. You strike lightning on them. Of course, somebody cuts you off, they probably expect you to be flipping the bird and try to cut them off and race them up the street or the highway. <laughs> Take a unique original approach and, and, throw them, and throw them off with a breakthrough flash of insight idea to do something different, to do something higher, to adapt. To If you're adaptable, it don't matter what happens. You can adapt. You change with the change. Or you can fight the change. <laughs> Either way, it's our choice. Um, there's an opportunity with, these, uh, with this Uranus energy. The Uranus is an inventive energy. You come up with something new. When somebody cuts you off, and if your constant MO is to flip them the bird, you know what I started doing? <laughs> Now, this will really throw somebody off. They do not be ready for this one. Uh, one thing I started doing, and I have I have done this most recently as of last week, and the guy said, he actually said to me, he said, well, you don't have to be mad. I said, dear brother, I'm not mad, and I blew him a kiss. I used to do that all the time. People cut me off, and this, that, and the third, and try to run me off the road. I blow on the kids. Take that. They don't know. Trust me. <laughs> they do not know what to do with it. Uranus is that energy. It's like a weird energy. Oh, people really going to think you weird if your response to them doing something crazy to you is blowing them a kiss and telling them to have a bliss day. They're not going to be ready, I promise. <laughs> so that's what I mean by being adaptable and flexible and ready to do something ready to step outside of the box. Come on, Uranus. Ready to get outside of your comfort zone. That's what I'm talking about with this sunshine, Uranus. It's going to work out to your benefit if you do. It's a really exciting energy. It's a really stimulating energy, and that sounds well and good. But if you're fooling with some low vibrational people, it can be really it can manifest as somebody getting on your nerves, okay? It can manifest as, um, you know, somebody working those nerves and just uh, burning, you know, burning those nerves. Even if it's not somebody else, you can burn your own nerves out at this time. Like I told Allison, being nervous, being, um, you know, you're just antsy, that, that Uranus energy where you just, you got all this, <laughs> flashes of insight, you know, lightning energy, and you don't know what to do with it. You don't know where to go, what to do. You're just nervous and nervous accident. And just, that's the energy where you can get into accident real easy. That's why I want y'all to watch it. I want y'all to remain flexible. I want to sometimes that lightning energy come in too fast, and we're not necessarily ready for it. That's where you have to consciously slow yourself down. You do that by slowing your breathing. You're not taking shallow breaths. You're taking as long and deep of breaths as you can. And that, slowing that breath is going to slow those movements. It's going to slow that mind. You're going to get oxygen to your brain when you're taking deep breaths. You're going to be able to think more clearly. 
you know, when somebody cuts you off, sometimes we have that lightning reaction and we didn't even think. They cut you out, cut you off, stop and take some deep breaths before you respond. This full moon in Gemini can be tricky. Don't judge things on the out. Gemini got two faces. Don't be so quick to react, to respond, and to judge this week, okay? I want y'all to focus on channeling that energy in the highest way possible. Let me keep going and help you understand exactly and even more so how to do that. Um, It's... We, like I said, we got access to these flashes of insight. We have access to this really inventive energy. So um, the the wisdom of kind of keeping a pen and pad close by that I had mentioned um, for this current week going the Friday night going into Saturday, that energy, I would do. I would recommend something similar. Now Gemini rules all of that stuff anyway. It's Mercury rules, and that's talking about the writing and the thinking and, the re- you know, all of that. So keep a pen and pad handy. When these flashes of insight come, they don't come quick like lightning. We just jot it down. You never know when it could come in handy. It is a full moon. Something just might be fully illuminated to you. Something just might be revealed to you. Something just may culminate and be inspired to jot it down. Don't try to analyze when the flat, they come so fast and they come so strong. That's what I'm telling you about this year and its energy. So don't try to make sense of it all then. That's Mercury's job to the lower mind to make it all make sense. When when the entire octave Uranus is playing out, don't try to understand it all right then, especially if you're having a 12th house transit like Allison. This, this ain't the time to make the one, two, three, and connect all the dots. This is just time like a brainstorming session. When you're brainstorming, you're not writing the entire first draft. That's why it's called brainstorming. You're just jotting down ideas as they come. You're not trying to line them up yet. You'll do that in another phase of the process. Um, all Uranus, like I said, it's everything that makes us weird and unique and special, just like our fingerprints. That's Uranus because there ain't nobody else that got it like that but us. And so um, that that could, with a trying aspect like the sun trying Uranus here, it could really work out to our benefit if we allow the if we allow the sun to fully illuminate with this trying Uranus all things that make us weirdos. <laughs> All things that are unique and different about us. They the sun gonna be shining on. So we should be way more confident, okay, to express the the more quirky sides of ourselves, okay. Um, Uranus also governs astrology, <laughs> so this is an amazing time to tap in. If you do not know uh, what your uh, personal birth information is, yes, you can get a free birth chart, um, uh, a birth chart on, on a handful of websites. So, you know, go for that. But if you would like a breakdown, um, I do about a 50, 60-page breakdown of 
not only your chart placements, what sign the sun is in, what house the sun is in, and all your other 10 major planets. Um, but I also do a breakdown of the uh, roving delegates. That means um, uh, whatever sign is on the cusp of each of your houses, that has a very significant and particular meaning. I include that information, very detailed. And I also include information on your um, I'm trying to think of the layout and the format of my report, but I also include the information on your aspects, which is very important. These planets don't independently stand in and of themselves within your chart. They have relationships to the other planets and points in your chart. And so I'll break those down. On average, it ends up being about 50, 60 pages. I'm, I'm working on one now. I just finished up one last week. It's 50, 60 pages, so you can imagine little while. They're personalized. There's no two charts that, that, are, that have ever looked alike in layout, format, and of course, content. Um, but this will be a very good time, not just here on the day of this alignment, the 12th. Like I said, you can read this energy into the full moon chart. So um, leading up to the full moon and definitely from the full moon to that Capricorn new moon on the 29th, it'll be an excellent time. Uh, but not just for no reason. The reason why it would be an excellent time to indulge your uh, in- inquisitiveness about um, yourself, <laughs> knowing yourself, knowing thyself, even astrologically, is because of this trine, my babies. This is a gift. Trines are gifts because they're easy and effortless. All you got to do is show up. All you got to do is inquire. All you got to do is ask. All you got to do is request. All you have to do is receive. So we we all should, with this sunshine Uranus, are likely to have a better understanding of Uranus kind of things, astrology, science, okay, all those things that it would take that lightning fast um, uh, mental ability, intellectual ability to ascertain and understand. So excellent job for that. Um, Uranus is also, Uranus has this new feel to it because it governs that breakthrough energy, you know, and the turn of events and the sudden reversal. That, it's, that's a freshness, a revitalizing energy. So definitely anything uh, outside of the box, outside of the normal routine, something new, you know, off the beaten path is going to go very well. It's going to be favorable. That's what I'm saying. Anything unique, weird, outside of the box, outside of your comfort zone, is going to be favored. That's why if people don't know that Uranus is playing such this incredibly powerfully strong role in this full moon coming up here in less than a week that's going to be active for the next couple of weeks after that until the new moon in Capricorn, then they don't know. They don't know that it's a it's divine time, that it's high time to step outside of that comfort zone. you got people, the people that's going to be frustrated and probably like Allison said, getting into wrecks and having a difficult time are the ones that's going to be trying to do the same thing. 
and expect a different result. It's not going to work. The energies aren't supportive of that at all. So uh, y'all are y'all are blissed. <laughs> y'all are in the know ahead of time, fooling with Mama Dada astrology, right? And so um, Uranus also governs social circles and friendships and um, groups that we align ourselves with, alliances. Um, it does govern former lovers. So um, this definitely could be a time, an excellent time, that to um, Experiment there as well. Experiment with your social circles, trying out, um, just meeting new people. The weirder, the better. The more that they're comfortable with their unique, quirky selves, the better. Okay? You're probably going to have a very difficult time, like I say, with people who are not comfortable in their skin, in their uniqueness. Have you ever met somebody who just wanted to fit in all the time, everywhere. They really cared about what people thought. And that's not Uranus at all. Uranus is the rebel. It don't give a crap about fitting in. And so that energy being trined by the sun is going to be very beneficial to us, okay? Don't despise your uniqueness or the uniqueness in others. Not now, because it will benefit you to be receptive to that in ourselves and in others. Now, if you were born with sunshine Uranus in your chart, like Muhammad Ali and Lisa Lefty Lopez, Tia and Tamara Maori, and Toussaint the Overture, then, you know, these people, they express their uniqueness in an easier way, right? Muhammad Ali didn't care that y'all was at that y'all didn't like him floating like a butterfly and singing like a bee, he did it anyway. <laughs> Lisa Left Eye didn't care that, you know, she had the condom cover in one eye and wearing the baggy clothes and the weird hairstyles and that she was a supernova, you know. She didn't care. And we know Toussaint La Overture didn't care, I say. So these people are very comfortable with, the things that make them unique and quirky and different, and um, their self-esteem is actually enhanced by that their heightened self-awareness, their comfort level with or weird, or just knowing that they are and just being okay with that. All right, drum roll, please. As of um, Monday, 6.41 a.m., the moon comes out of void status. Uh, where it was since uh, Sunday late night, and they're on um, they're on Monday early rising, 6.41 a.m. It finally goes into Gemini, where it is going to be at the time of the full moon. The full moon actually happens uh, the next evening, okay? Now, when the moon is in Gemini, like it was when Barack Obama was born and Tina Turner was Nelly, Lamar Odom, Herbie Hancock, Kate R.S. One, Karuchi Tran, George Foreman, Craig David, and Maya. Uh, when the moon is in Gemini, we're going to be emotionally satisfied and instinctually satisfied to think, okay, to learn communicate, to move around, 
to travel, to switch things up. Gemini is a mutable sign. It's very adaptable, very flexible. That's what I'm telling y'all. The energies are supportive of us being flexible and adaptable. Here we go. We're also going to be very satisfied to switch things up and, and have some variety. That's why I called the show what I did. Okay? This is about shaking things up. If things get shook up for you that you didn't ask for, that you didn't necessarily want, you asked for it, but you didn't consciously ask for it or necessarily want, that that is happening for a reason, okay? Or we could be consciously switching things up. We could be the impetus for the change. We could be initiating that um, energy of variety and doing things differently, or just even if it's just thinking about them. Maybe you started something at the foot. Now, y'all know the full moon is in response to a new moon, just like that Sagittarius new moon we just had on November 29th. And so maybe by the light of the full moon, you see, you know, well, I need to switch up what I was intending at the new moon. It didn't quite go the way I planned. Let me switch some things up. Now, that could be happening at this point because we did turn a corner with this first quarter moon today. But some more things could be coming to light by the time of the full moon that, that it gives cause for some more adjustments to be made. But luckily, with the moon in Gemini, we are satisfied by variety and changing things up. We're we're curious. We're satisfied to be curious and to um, that which makes us curious to learn more about it. So, so that energy is going to benefit no matter what's going on at the time of this full moon. If you are in a mode and a mind frame to learn and to think about things differently, communicate differently, and switch up the way you communicate potentially, then it'll, it, it's all good. Um, like I was telling Allison, the Gemini moon energy is really lighthearted, okay? It's cute because it's curious. It's like playful and light and breezy. Now, on the low end, it can be real fickle. I told you, know any Geminis? <laughs> I've dated a couple, and, yeah, they can be really fickle. You know, one day they're here, the next day they're gone. And so that can be uh, something that you experience in your reality as well around this time. Uh, also, restlessness. A lot of times the reason they are so fickle I told y'all Gemini's rule by Mercury. Mercury want to move around. <laughs> so it could be that restlessness that's coming out as well. Um, but like I said, if you're Gemini's a beautiful sign, if you're in the mode of adaptability, um, with Uranus being so heavily involved in this full moon, flexibility, ready to change, ready to, you know, do something different, ready to step outside of the box, then, you know, it's, Hopefully this Gemini energy doesn't scare you too bad. Hey, I'm the one that's dated a couple of them. I'm the one that should be scared <laughs> of this energy, but I'm not. It's 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 light. If you keep your heart and your energy light and breezy and curious, then it should not be a difficult energy to as difficult of an energy to maneuver through. Um. Gemini definitely 
is going to be talking about those communications. So what may be coming, what may be, they may be manifesting fully, coming to light at the time of this full moon, uh, at least while the moon is in Gemini, but definitely in the light of the full moon, it could be some communication, right? Um Uh, for somebody like Allison with a 12th house transit at the full moon, it could be to have a dream with some very um, specific information in it for her. It's going to play out differently for everybody, but there's some, likely there's going to be some communication, some something that somebody's thinking that comes to light, you know, something uh, that needs to be learned or discovered that comes to light around this time. So mental and communicative activities are being highlighted here. And then uh, Gemini is also the energy of multitasking and doing a whole lot of things at once. So um, consider that when you think about things that could be coming to light um, at the time of the full moon that, you know, maybe somebody's just not necessarily trying to trick you, (laughs) but maybe they got a lot going on and that comes to light or is revealed to you. At that in mind as well. Gemini uh, governed by Mercury is going to govern all types of communication. And so what could be coming to light or coming your way or manifesting for you, it could be a phone call you receive. It could be a letter in the mail or an email, um, some communication that you've been waiting to, to hear. It could come around this time. Um, short trip, definitely. Um, 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 the, your local neighborhood there in the third house where Gemini has governorship. So um, something could, could occur there. Um, our attention span is definitely short when the mood is in Gemini. So like I was talking about the Geminis I've dated, it's like, you know, I can't be mad at them. <laughs> These people do not have very, they, they have the attention span of elementary age children that Gemini governs as well. So keep that, keep these kind of things in mind when this the light of this full moon is shining, and you see behaviors come to light in people that at, on the outset you don't understand. Okay, Jim and I got two faces for a reason. Don't judge it on that first face. That's why I said with this Uranus energy, be ready to slow down and take a deep breath and think. Be ready to slow down, take a deep breath, and look at the situation from another perspective. There's there's a variety. The energy is that of variety. So don't take that thing you see and run with it like light, that you're in this lightning. Don't take that and you're in this lightning react. Like I was telling y'all about Mercury going in the zone last week. We're in the shadow phase of Mercury retrograde right now. And I told y'all, Mercury retrograde, think twice before you speak. Think twice before you react. Read that message twice before you hit send. You make a whole, build a whole case around something and potentially be incorrect because, like I said, there's this energy is that of variety. And it's a fickle energy, and it can be a tricky energy. 
So don't be that quick to react under this energy, okay? Um, it's a very sociable and kind of, you know, that flighty, light, breezy, curious energy I was describing. Um, that could bode well for social activities for certain, okay, with the patient and all that. The communications, Gemini communications are like Twitter. It's like 60 characters or less. It's short. It's sweet. Children. Just think of children. Think of elementary school um, children that Gemini governs. They're not doing, unless they're probably a Sag, like I was a little Sag child and could talk for hours. <laughs> uh, typically, smaller children, they're not talking a whole lot and they're not saying anything too lengthy. It's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, you know. So that's what's going to be favorable under this influence. Um, kind of consider that when you're considering your communications. Definitely the ones that you're sending out, the communications that you're initiating. Keep it short, keep it sweet. It's a great time to socialize. It's a great time to be out and about. It's a Gemini's a witty, funny, comedic energy. It's a great time to you know, under the the light of that full moon to enjoy that type of energy for sure. It's not, the Gemini energy is not real heavy. It's not real, you know, we're having this life-altering communication. It's, no, it's, we're light, we're happy, we're, 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 ha- we're in, uh, you know, funny, and just having fun. It's kind of a social meet and greet kind of energy, you know. Um, if you're meeting somebody new under this energy, you know, you're not talking about children on the first date. You're literally talking about the things you enjoy and like to do and the lighter, funner, easier, breezier side of things, right? Um, something you may notice if it if it, now I'm talking about light, easy, breezy children and all this stuff. But if there is some heavier energies around you at this time, it is a full moon, of course, and there could be some luna, lunar, lunatic ticking energy going on in or around you, um, you can combat that easily at this time, utilizing humor, okay? That's something you can do to lighten, Gemini, lighten the mood. and that I think that's going to be a real powerful key to this full moon period. No matter what happens, no matter what comes to light, no matter what culminates, no matter what comes to fruition, no matter what manifests as a direct result of these new moon Sagittarius energy, take it like I don't care if it's a breakup. Because you know that was playing out real strong with this new moon and Sag energy with the asteroid that was connected to it. Um, Take it light. And I know it sounds so easy to roll off your tongue, but if y'all knew my story, and I mean my new moon and Sagittarius story, (laughs) you would would ask me, how can you say that with what you went through, what what you're processing through, going through? I can say that because I know that it's a choice. I can sit up and curl up in a ball and clown, act full, cry, get depressed, drink myself into a stupor if I want to on some low vibrational square Neptune energy that was associated with this new moon in Sag. 
or I can vibe high on that spread and that what is practice some extreme self-care and unconditional love for myself just in time for this full moon in Gemini that look on the highest side of this Uranus energy associated with this full moon in Gemini. Hell, it could be a good surprise coming. Sudden and unexpected things don't have to turn your life inside out and upside down and, and make you want to jump off a cliff. Some sudden and unexpected things could be just a breakthrough you've been waiting on. And and that you didn't even see coming. With Gemini, it could be coming in the in in the form of something you don't recognize. Don't judge it by that first face. Gemini got two faces. Don't judge it by that first face. You see that first face? If it's not what you wanted to manifest by the light of the full moon, breathe. Slow your reaction down and think. Gemini wants you to think. Mercury retrograde shadow at the time of a Gemini full moon wants you to think twice. And so this really could be a light night initially. I don't want you to judge it based on that first face you see that's under the light of the full moon. Give it some time. Give it a minute. It, it, it can be a tricky, fickle, changeable, shifty, restless energy. I could be mad at every Gemini I've ever dated, or <laughs> I could understand that there's more to them than meets the eye. Uh, let's see here. Just be ready to switch it up, y'all. Be ready to switch it up. If it is something that you don't like, just be ready to switch it up. You don't have, you can choose to get you can choose to get mad. You can choose to ball, you know, your eyes out. Or you can choose to just switch it up and do something different. Gemini governs variety. It's it's multiple choices out here. <laughs> it's a lot to choose from. Gemini is a light energy anyway. Go out and get your flirt on. <laughs> if you're dealing with breakup energy and all this silly relationship stuff, full moons are an oppositional energy anyway. It'd be highlighting and, and fully illuminating the oppositions within ourselves where we're fighting our own selves. Well, I don't want to do nothing different, even though Uranus is associated with this full moon. I don't want to adapt. I don't want to switch it up. I don't want to do something, you know, uh, explore my options and the variety of options that are at my disposal. I just want to do the same thing I've always wanted. I want to stay done. I want to stay in my comfort zone. I want to stay in my little box, and I don't want to step outside of it. <laughs> like I told Allison, those are the ones that's going to be mad. So stay ready to switch it up. Stay ready to switch up how you normally dress. Stay ready to explore some other aspects of your personality. You may have labeled yourself because a Uranus don't do labels now. You hear me? You may have labeled yourself, well, I'm a serious person and I, uh-uh, not a Gemini full moon. Be ready to switch it up. Be ready to trick somebody, not in an, an evil way but just 
like I said, they thinking you're going to react one way. You switch it up on their butts and trick them. <laughs> trick them. And, and have fun with it. Keep your sense of humor and, and your lightheartedness, okay? I, I continue to see um, different um, information about Gemini that talks about, you know, the game of it all. Have fun like it's a game. Somebody cuts you off on the highway, hey, make it. That's how it started for me. I just, I wanted to, I no longer wanted to give people my good energy, just like the most recent one that that I told y'all happened a week ago. I could have cussed that man out one way and down the other. I'm a super Sag in Sag season and a Sag new moon. I could have lit his little self up. (laughs) And I made a decision that I'm going to stay light today. I am attracting all the beautiful, divine, lovely, prosperous, powerful, amazing energies to me. If I start cussing people out, I am going to necessarily block those energies from coming to me because I'm going to be putting up a resistance with my bad attitude and my bad mouth. So instead, I blew him a kiss and told him to have a wonderful day after he did something very unnecessary to me. And I ended up moving on from that moment to about 20 minutes later, putting some money into somebody's hand who needed it. I stayed in my good energy. I kept my good energy, and I shared my good energy. Nobody can take your good energy unless you give it away. Somebody cuts you off, you choose to cuss them out. You choose to race up and down the street with them trying to cut them back off. That's how you choose to use your good energy. You could choose something different. You could step outside of your comfort zone. You could put on another Gemini face and trick everybody on some high vibrational tricking, trick, trick, (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm just giving y'all some some variety on how this can play out and how you can play with it. Why does this thing say I have 13 minutes left? I'm supposed to be doing y'all's horoscopes. No! <laughs> I told y'all I was going to get to y'all's horoscopes, and I pretty much spent this whole And I think, you know what, That that's a sign to me to stay ready. To, I see you, Paula, from 405. I got you. I may not be able to get to these horoscopes, but I got you. Um, I think that I, I love it. I trust every divine thing that happens. I'm not stuck to a thing about this year and this energy that's so heavily acquainted with this full moon. They ready to switch it up. I came on this air ready to go through every sign and dig into every horoscope specifically regarding this full moon. And with 13 minutes left, I promise y'all that's not going to happen. <laughs> if you do like my people did last week, I'm, it's a button for a reason. You don't even have to do a type of long email. With that one-click email access to Mama Dada, it goes straight to my email inbox and just put horoscopes in the subject. And I will reply and give me your, if you don't know your sun, moon, and rising, give me your birth details and I will Switch it out for you, free of charge. I'll give you the horoscope information. I already have it ready uh, for your 
sun, moon, and rising sign, and that's going to help you tremendously to uh, focus your attention, your energy, your good energy uh, for maximum benefit at the time of this full moon. Let me give you a couple of quick tips, um, and then I'm going to pick up the line and we'll close out the show. Like I told Allison, this is an excellent time. Um, I got this particular information from astrology.about.com for full moons in Gemini, just in general. Whenever there's a full moon in Gemini, it's going to happen once a year. Um, It's a good time to soothe those nerves and combat anxiety because that can necessarily spike around the time of a Gemini full moon. Um, definitely it's a good time to absorb lots of little bits of information. Like I say, Gemini Info is not this long book. Um, the Gemini governs siblings, so it's an excellent time. Siblings and extended relatives, so um, brothers, sisters, uncles, aunts, cousins, a wonderful time to talk to, get in touch with them. Uh, uh, keeping the social vibrations light and merry and cheerful, that's um, highly recommended. And then comedy, I told y'all Gemini is real funny, comedic energy, so um, especially really witty energy, wordplay energy, it's a good time for that. Um, Any type of word game, um, crosswords, scrabble, charades, good time for that. This is just ways to access this energy in a high vibration, so you don't have to worry about no low vibration getting tricked (laughs) energy or anybody playing a game on you because you're already hitting it high. Anything with book reading, library, bookstore, hey, never know what could manifest. And anything with communication, phone calls, emails, letters, it's a good time for that, okay? I would love to have hit on a whole lot more points, but I definitely pick up the line for caller from the 405. He's here on the air with Mama Dada, who's calling. Hi, this is Peggy from Oklahoma. But I think what I'll do, since, you know, this is the end of the show and we want to just keep it moving, what I'll do is I'll inbox you with my question. Would that do? Have you already reached out to me, Peggy? Uh, Last week I did. Yes. Okay. I thought you would. (laughs) I thought this was my Peggy. So, yes, you know you can call me or email me. Anytime, Peggy, okay? I'll be more than happy to chat with you. Please get in contact with me today so I can be working on whatever your request or question is. Okay, that would be great. Um, Thank you so much. I love your show, and I will definitely continue to listen. You know, oh, girl, you know I'm excited. (laughs) But I do have questions about... Yeah, I, I do have some questions about my chart that you just finished for me. Okay. That was beautiful. Thank mm-hmm. you. But I, I, I don't know how to read the stuff. I don't know what it means. I do need your hand. Gotcha. So I will we'll connect. We sure okay. will. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you. Uh-huh. Y'all, that is so tight. That's Peggy, y'all. She's amazing. And just I love it because... To the degree that you're interested in your own astrology, to the she, I remember Peggy called me last week or the week before. It was right at the new moon, and she was just on point. She called in a particular energy, and I said that is exactly the energy of this new moon. 
And so we, it was like kindred, you know, connection at that point. When you, that's the, the astrology, this astrology that I'm describing for y'all of this full moon and any other thing I can talk about, it's not just happening out there. It's happening. It's a, it's a macrocosm of the microcosm that's going on inside of all of us. That's why you cannot know anything about astrology. Like she just got on the line and said she can't even, the, the report's in English. But if you're not familiar with the terminology and things like that, you may need somebody to walk through you, with it through you so you can kind of pick up on how the flow of it all goes. But I'm telling y'all, Peggy knows. You hear me? She got on the phone talking to me. Peggy No, Peggy may not know she knows, but she knows. And it happens like that all the time when I'm connecting with y'all, when I'm connected with my mama's babies. My mama's babies will get on the phone and tell me. <laughs> and I'm like, what? How do you know that? And they don't even know how they know, but it, it's in you. Don't be scared. Don't, this is the perfect time to ascertain it, trying to uranus coloring this current time and the full season. So uh, let me see here really quick. I will just, I, I, I can't go in depth, but I will give you um, the highlights for the rest of the week ahead. After the full moon, there on um, the 13th at 6.05 p.m. Central Time, then we've got a, a few hours later the moon goes void, okay? So at 11.57 p.m. Central on the same day, Tuesday the 13th, the moon goes void for six hours and 11 minutes, so that's overnight. Sleep should be good, peaceful, wrapping things up, whatever, you know, um, maybe came to light at the full moon. You're reviewing it, you're editing it, you're taking it in, you're wrapping it up, you're whatever you need or want to do there overnight um, on the 13th. On the 14th, um, 6.08 a.m., Wednesday rising, the moon goes into Cancer, okay? The water sign, emotional sign, uh, you know, nurturing, nurture yourself. If nothing else, nurture yourself. Cancer talk about, talks about girding ourselves up at our core, you know, strengthening ourselves up emotionally from the inside out and supporting our own selves as well as receiving support from family and and uh and even ancestral support and guidance, okay? Uh then on the fifteenth, which is Thursday afternoon, three thirty seven PM Central, the moon will go void there in Cancer, fifteen hours and thirty eight minutes, okay? So of course, uh Thursday evening the uh, void moon rules are going to apply. You're not going on a date that night, not a first date, not a first date. You're not doing any late. Usually they don't do interviews that late in the afternoon, after the 17th century. But it's all the other same void um, rules apply. No presentations, no launching anything new. Um, the 16th on Friday, 7.15 a.m., the Central time, the moon finally enters Leo. So this is going to be one of those Leo weekends where we're going to be ready to party. Leo is a fire sign. It's passionate. It wants to be where the action is. It's living from its heart, you know, joyful, cheery. Um, if, if you were having a difficult emotional time while the moon had, is in Cancer in our week ahead, Friday, uh, early ri- rising, 7.15 a.m. Central, okay? 
Uh, that the Leo governs children, playing. It should be a good time. It should be a really good weekend of just laughing, having fun, being dramatic, letting your inner child come out. It's a really warm energy. Um, Halle Berry was born with the moon in Leo. Queen Latifah, James Brown, Carlos Santana, Brandy, Venus Williams, Forrest Whitaker, Smokin' Joe Frazier. Um, so uh, anything uh, involving being generous and open-hearted and, and it's activities where you get to be recognized or where you recognize yourself or take some risk and have fun and play, all of those things are favorable under the Leo um, moon. And that really does actually wrap up our week ahead. Um, so, so it doesn't seem like we've been on air two hours. This is blue. Bye. But let that be indicative not only of the associated with this Gemini full moon that is lightning fast, baby, it'll strike and you won't even know what happened. I blinked and the show is over, y'all. <laughs> that I'm telling you, all this stuff is playing out. Spirit utilizes this stuff to speak volumes of messages to you guys that I can't even articulate in the English language. So let that be a time. Please don't hesitate to once they email access to me any question that you may have. Um, also, if you want to subscribe and become a mama's baby, that um, link is in the episode description. And if you just want to give an astral love gift to support and say, you know, I'm I'm taking your energy by listening to this show every week, let me reciprocate. Let me give you some energy, some astral love gift energy. I appreciate those who already have and that do on any type of regular basis, and um, stay connected to Inner Peace Lighthouse and MyAstrologyCoach.com. Like I said, that we're just a beautiful network of powerful spirit beings that just love y'all unconditionally. Okay, so until next time, peace and I say love you. <laughs>